What is up, everybody? Welcome to day two Coachella weekend. Again, I didn't get to go, but I really hope everybody out there is having a great time. I can literally hear the festival from my house. So I decided to wait until like later. Like now it's 12.03 as I'm recording this. And uh, yeah, Coachella has made my life living hell today. I'm not even going to play. So first things first, the traffic out here, absolutely shit right now. I got stuck behind like two buses just trying to get to and from work today and yesterday. And man, like every single time there's Coachella Fest out here, these massive buses take over the streets and like the sheriff is like setting up like speed traps at every single roundabout or like populated corner of the city. So like every time I'm riding, I I I I had made the decision to not smoke before driving because I do not want to get pulled over during Coachella Fest because those sheriffs will be fucking ruthless. And I will have absolutely no ground to stand on when it comes to arguing with them. Like there is a plane flying overhead right now, really, really low, probably landing in the thermal airport. Probably some performer or something coming in. There's a police, there's like two police helicopters as I'm looking up, just flying around where like the festival grounds are because I can literally see the lights from Coachella Fest from here. It's ridiculous. I wish I could like get some sort of roof access to my building so that I could just sit up there and like take pictures of the festival or record it or something like to show you guys just how cool it is. I'm going to be posting a video on Twitter tonight that I like filmed earlier. And as I'm leaving my house to go pick up some McDonald's, you can literally hear the Coachella music. It was that crazy. And there's so many people like there is a fucking burrito like food truck at the 7-Eleven across the street from me. I can see it from here. And like, they are literally selling like crazy. Like I'm looking at the parking lot, that parking lot is full. And it's gotta be because of this food truck. And see, that's the thing that I love about Coachella and like living out here is because honestly, like Coachella week brings together and brings out a lot more like the younger crowd in the Coachella Valley. And I think that's a good thing because honestly, none of us do anything at this point in our lives except for work. If you live in the Coachella Valley and you're like my age in your 20s, 30s, you're working, probably working two jobs. Or in my case, working two jobs and recording a podcast just to make your way through like the the, the few days that like you need to make it work by the time you got to pay rent because rent here is expensive and jobs don't pay that great. Not going to lie, there's a few well-paying jobs out here. If you can get into the resort gigs, those are nice. But the problem with this valley is everything that pays good is seasonal. For example, everybody that knows me and what goes on the social media, you guys know I am a cook. I cook things. I chef it up. You know, I make like, make my burgers, my turkey dips, my beef dips, do all my prep shit. I get down in the kitchen. But yet, but yet, even the restaurant I work at is closing in August for like a month and a half, two months until season starts back up again. Decided to take a hit of the pen there. <coughs> and that's another thing, like with the cost of weed nowadays, like I'm lucky to be able to, to like do this. 
and push promos and get my name out there with a bunch of like the dispensaries and stuff in the area because like weed is expensive. And I'm not gonna lie, these last few times I've gone to the dispensaries where they know me, like I get really good deals. They know what I do. They know I'm gonna shout them out. For example, huge shout out to Cannabis 21 Plus for hooking it up with a new cart fresh up on Coachella weekend. Giving me an awesome deal. I think I paid uh, like two for like, two for like, two for 80, 81 or something like that. Which, you know, a lot of people are like, oh, that's not a good deal, but two full grams. And these ones are nice. Again, it's they're the Jetty ones, my new favorites. And I kid you not, one of these carts will last me like about like maybe three and a half, four weeks of like heavy smoking. So we're back onto the cart review because this other one that I have is one that I'm about to finish. And one thing I will say about this Hawaiian one that I got from Jetty, I believe it's Hawaiian Sunrise or Hawaiian Surprise, something like that. But it is absolutely one of the, <coughs> excuse me one of the tastiest carts I have ever, ever fucking smoked. Like, this thing is incredible. They last a long time. The flavor on them, I've never had an issue. I've never had an issue with the flavor on the Jetty carts, like, going out or, like, kind of fading as you vape it. Like, the high now is just as good as the high I got when I first put the car, car, cart. If I could talk, there we go. As when I first put the card in. And you know what? Like, a lot of cards don't do that. I remember I used to smoke uh, the Kingpin ones at one point. Because I liked them. But then I realized how, like, liquidy those were compared to other ones. Like, this one, I can hold this one upside down. And even though I've already taken a few hits out of it in the last hour, it's, like, not moving at all. It's super thick. And I just, I really, really fucking enjoy it. Jetty, if you listen to this, I know you follow me on Twitter, Jetty. I know you follow me on Twitter. Sponsor the podcast. I will smoke whatever products you are willing to give me. And I will absolutely just like revel in it. And I will preach the good word of Jaddy because I have never had. I have never had a bad product from you guys. Now, on that subject, let's see exactly what products Jetty has to offer. So let's go to their website. Jetty Extracts, accept all, uh, skip that for a minute. Wait, what? Oh, yes, let me in. So, solventless, THC bomb, sativa, gas man, indica. Welcome to Jetty. Pick your product. Vape, solventless, live resin, and high THC. All right, concentrates. Oh, man, if you guys got some good-ass dabs, Jetty... Send it to me. I would love to fucking review some of that shit. Strawberry Banana is the one on your website. Pre-rolls. Hell yeah. Dablicator. What the fuck? Dablicator. Toke it, twax it, or infuse it. What? I gotta learn more. How does this work? Dose peaches. All right, all right. Uh, find a store. Hold up. Nope, nope, nope. What the hell is a dablicator? I've never heard of that. Oil applicator is a Swiss Army knife of concentrates. 
If you've ever suggested to add oil to a joint or bowl, struggled to add oil. Oh, so like you literally use it to add, add the resin or the oil to your bowl or to a joint. That's fucking badass. Holy crap. The live resin. Oh my God. The batter you guys got looks fucking amazing. Papaya. Yo. Okay. Okay. That I think that's enough preaching, Jetty, especially since I'm not sponsored by you yet. But you know what? I know you guys follow me on Twitter. So if you guys are listening to the Silver Jetty, I want to try some of this stuff. Uh, so if you can reach out to me through Twitter DMs, by all means, I will gladly, gladly accept a sponsorship in return for, uh, I don't know, whatever you want to give me. But see, the thing about it is, the reason I like these jetty carts, again, like, they're just, they taste good, they're good, the high I'm getting right now is, like, mellow. <laughs> I'm not, like, I'm not holy fuck stoned yet. But goddamn, this whole thing just became a Coachella sponsorship for jetty. Jesus. Well, I'm gonna cut the segment there. I'm gonna smoke a fucking bowl, and then I'm gonna come back with a couple more Coachella stories of some things that happened at Coachella when I was there personally. So anyways, be right back. Alright guys, what is up? I'm back. The bowl has been smoked. The time has passed. And like, I'm looking out on the street right now, and there is a truck moving what seems to be three big-ass fucking rocks. And, like, I'm squinting at it because I can't really see it because there's a tree right there. But it's moving three big-ass rocks that look like a mobile rock climbing wall. And, like, the stoned me right now is just, like, I should walk over there and ask them if I can film me climbing it. But that's definitely a safety violation. So, anyways, I'm not going to do that. But I am going to spark up a pre-roll while we sit here and tell a Coachella story. So, let me spark this up real quick. So, this Coachella story, I don't know if I've told this one on the podcast before. I might have. But again, when I'm telling stories now, I'm revisiting the shorter versions with like more detail. So instead of telling you guys, like, five, six stories per fucking episode, it's, like, two, like, one, maybe two stories with a lot of detail. But this one, this one I feel like is is one of those ones that I gotta really, like, grind through and get out there. Because it's kind of a long one. So, okay. Me and my buddy managed to get Coachella tickets my senior year of high school. However... We did not inform my parents, again, that we were going to Coachella. We told them that our friend's dad was taking us to the beach for the weekend. And my parents were totally like, oh, okay, cool. If you're just going out to Oceanside, like, have fun. Because I used to go with my buddy to his dad's. Now, my buddy's dad did not have a phone. So my mom and dad would just be like, call us if anything happens. You know, let me know. And at this point, I was already pretty independent of my parents, like... I was working at the auto shop some some weekends and like 
like i still lived with my parents obviously i wasn't making enough money to live on my own plus i was fucking like 17 barely turning 18 at the start of that school year so i was like all right we're going to oceanside we'll be back like cool 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 so we get the tickets we secure the tickets from someone at school checked if they were legit like went on the website looked up how to tell if our bracelets were real they were the real deal or at least they were real enough to get us into coachella right and we had friends that were camping out at the campground so what we did was we paid somebody to replicate the campground bracelets gave them to our friend that was already camping out there and he hid them in his glove box like behind a bunch of papers and shit so all we had to do the next day when we went to coachella was meet him somewhere in the festival obtain the camping bracelets so we could go and camp out with our friends because this part that they were camping in i guess was like large vehicle parking because he was driving a fucking like looked like a mercedes sprinter van like a big ass fucking camping van but he had a bed in the back and he's like you know yeah he's like put the bed he brought some posts so he put up a little like tarped area like tarped off with like blackout curtains that he had sewn together to make this big ass blackout tarp he put a fucking little like laser show thing in there like it was totally cool we even brought a little shovel and dug out like a little hole and the reason for the hole was we would literally just like set he brought this like laser thing and he had like a disco ball hanging in the middle of the tent right and so we would turn on the laser show and this other little laser light box thing and the whole tent would be scintillating and this was at a time where i experimented with a few psychedelics uh acid was on that list so literally took acid stared at a great ass light show in this tent where the colors were all like ray tracing and there was like lasers everywhere and i'm tripping out and like trying not to get hit in the face with the laser like it was fucking dope but anyways we managed to get in with those camping bracelets we managed to like get away with everything basically scot-free but what happened was when we were walking around the festival with our friends security walks up to us and asks us they go hey how many people do you have in your campsite? There's only there's a limit to how many people you can have. And we were like, oh, uh, just the three of us, me, my buddy, and my other friend. That was true. There was just three of us. As security guard was just like, oh, okay, cool, cool, cool. We were shitting bricks because not only were we walking around with beer when we were super underage, because, you know, they didn't check anything. It's Coachella Fest. Like, they're supposed to card you. But my buddy walked up and was just like three beers, and they sold them to him because he was buying them. But, you know, guilty by association. So, we pretty much just, like, bullshitted the security guard, went back to the campsite that night after everything was done, and we had seen the people we wanted to see. And I even saw a few people that I didn't even know, like, the indie bands and shit. Like, I was absolutely vibing with some of that shit. And we did the fucking, uh, the silent disco where you put headphones on and go into this area where, like, it Bluetooths the music to everybody's headphones. So there's just, everybody's just dancing to the same music, but nobody outside of the circle can hear the music because they don't have the headphones on. Which I think is 
fucking epic. Like, that shit was so much fun. Especially, like, in the evening where they would turn all the lights on. And then we got into one of the big, like, headliner shows. I can't remember who was headlining that year for the life of me. For some reason, I want to say it was Drake, but I don't know. But we were just having, like, a good time, absolutely thriving at this festival. Ate so much food because my buddy had also brought a shitload of food with him to the festival. And at one point we left, walked down to the Walgreens and spent like 60 bucks just on snacks, sodas, water, shit like that. Brought it back to the campsite and we're chilling. And then one night, oh man, another time we almost got busted was we were trying to like smoke a bowl, right? And because we have blackout curtains all around us, we were basically hotboxing it, but the smoke was leaking out underneath the edge of the tent. And so once it got too smoky and they were like, fuck, 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 clear it out. We waved the curtains on the side of the tent, like, really fast. And, like, we're just, like, letting the smoke fade on its own, kind of. And so uh, my buddy gets the bright idea. He's like, oh, shit, if security comes, they're going to smell weed. We better fucking... We all had, like, vapes at the time because I was really into the vape scene back then. I actually owned the Coachella Box Mod, a mod that was... Uh, it had parallel series batteries. You could put a dripper on top of it and like some of the newer tanks that could handle it. And you would like hit the box mod and it would fucking light up all kinds of cool colors. And mine was green with RGB lights on the inside. And I love that mod. Actually wish I had one right now with like a, like a super dense tank on it. Like a big ass tank. Oh my God. That would be so fucking cool. And I would redevelop a worse nicotine addiction than I already have. <laughs> Don't start vaping, guys. Don't start smoking cigarettes. It's a huge waste of your time. But we all started hitting our vapes until there was this big cloud of vape. And security came up. They're like, hey, no smoking in the fucking campgrounds. And we're like, oh, we're not smoking, sir. Like, we're vaping. It's just our vapes. And the security guard didn't know what to say. And he was like, oh, I guess that's okay. I don't know if you guys can hear the music in the background, but like that's Coachella Fest. I really don't know if you guys can hear that, especially since I'm going to add background music to this. But if you can't hear those bass beats, that is Coachella Fest. It is literally like a few miles away from my house. I can see the lights going from here. And all it is is giving me flashbacks to like being in like pits and rooms and dancing, lights all around the place. But anyway, so the security guard comes up and like basically we get approved for vaping. So that's what we did. We fucking vaped like that whole fucking night. I'm not even going to lie to you. We vaped that whole fucking night. And my buddy pulls out his fucking weed vape and he goes, they didn't say I couldn't hit this. And starts fucking hitting his weed vape, dude. And this was in like the primitive, primitive days of weed vapes where like, you know, it wasn't, like, that cool to vape weed, but, like, vaping was still a new thing at that time. Like, I remember I had one of those old, old-school uh, nicotine pens that were fucking terrible for you, where it had the little string cotton that you ran through it, and you screwed the coil on top, and then you would fucking, like, puff on it, and the cotton would soak up the fucking nicotine and the juice and get, like, super dark brown and, like... The more you would smoke it, the worse it would get from it burning up the fucking juice. And then it would be super harsh on the last few hits. And then you had to take it apart, 
put a new coil in it, clean it, and fucking go from there. Then I remember, like, the first vape vapes that had the replaceable coils in it, and you just filled it up with juice. I had one that was a blue pen mod, and it had a silver button on, like, the side of it. And the top of it was a matched blue reservoir tank. And you would unscrew, like, the black washer on the top, put the new coil in, fill, like, put the, put the plastic cover back on, and then fill it with juice through this tiny fucking juice hole where I had to use, like, one of the needle tip fucking bottles and a unicorn bottle to, like, be able to refill it throughout the day. And, um... Yeah, like, I I carried that vape fucking everywhere. Like, I had that shit at school. I had that shit at fucking friends' houses. Like, once I got my hands on one of those vapes, I was ripping that vape everywhere. And I had this bomb-ass juice that tasted like... Literally tasted like fucking, like, uh, blue raspberry Slurpee. And I bought, like, five or six bottles of it. I was terrible. And I bought a whole bunch of coils and, like, the little, like, fucking string that you used to have to put in it for my first one and then I had like all these like coils and like juices for my second one that was refillable and like I had such a good fucking time with vape like for a long time then I remember when I got like a mod that I could put like a tank on and I had this big ass fucking tank that held like 15 milliliters of juice because it was like extended all the way back you could only put it on like a, a wide mod not like a you couldn't put it, I mean, you could put it on a cylinder, but, like, the tank would stick out the top. And then I got the fucking lightsaber mod that was huge. And I tell you what, though, the clouds off of that thing were fucking amazing. And now I'm just doing nothing but talking about vapes. So, yeah, we vaped weed. We were vaping nicotine. We were fucking, like, taking mushrooms and LSD at Coachella. It was a real trip of a fucking time. Like, I honestly, I don't remember, like, 85% of it. So that's the thing that happened. But anyways, guys, that's all I really got. Again, we almost got caught because we were sneaking back into my buddy's house, like, super late the last night of Coachella, all fucked up. And we heard his mom come out and come look in the room and just saw us passed out there. She's like, oh, hi, boys. Like, where'd you go? Fucking the fact that my friend's mom didn't even, wasn't even aware of, like, where we were at any point in time was, like, really sad. And the fact that, like, everybody thought we were at so-and-so's house and we weren't going to be home until Monday morning because it was a three-day weekend, too. We weren't going to be home until Monday morning. And my mom and dad, like, I called them and I was like, yeah, we went to Chris's house because, like, Josh was being a dick and then something like that. Like, I said, like, he was being a dick, so we fucking just left and went to Chris's house. I hope that's okay. Like, if it's not, I'll come home right now. And my mom was like, oh, honey, you should have called me. I would have given you guys a ride. Like, what happened? And I just told her that, like, they had they were like disagreeing on shit and like fighting and like my one friend was like hogging the tv and the other friend was like like yelling at him for using the tv too much and they all wanted to play games but we like so and so wanted to play a one player game and all that kinds of shit so anyways guys i hope you enjoyed this episode we got away with it passed the fuck out woke up the next day i went home and told my mom i wasn't feeling good and she goes oh it's probably from you know like having to walk because it was really hot out that day and I hope you're okay and I was like yeah I think it's heat exhaustion and my dad brings me like a big ass glass of water and like warm room temperature water and he's like you need to drink this it's room temperature it'll help rehydrate you faster and I take a sip and the water's like thick and I was like what the fuck is in this and he goes he put liquid IV in it 
And that shit, like, oh, man. I tell you, I was so hydrated. I had to pee, like, eight times before I finished the glass. And, like, I made sure to brush my teeth because I probably still smelled, like, weed, sick cigarettes and fucking vape juice. I don't know. But, yeah, Coachella Fest is fun, but beware of the aftermath. Anybody at the festival tonight, please take care. Stay high, stay happy, stay awesome. And I will talk to all you guys on the next episode of the Stoner Thoughts Podcast. Good night.